welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also answering your questions about entrepreneurship, business leadership, careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace. Come join the conversation now. Hello, this is Bob and Sean. Welcome to the show, Exploring the Marketplace. We're back. I'm so excited about today's show. You know why? Who are we talking to? My friend Alvin Chun. And Alvin is a pastor turned businessman because of prophetic words, who now has multiple businesses. And he's been, him and his wife, I think, have helped Sri and I in a really special way through the years, just navigate our new identity and just all the things we're doing. That's incredible. I can't wait to hear his story. I know you've talked about him a lot. Yeah, and I think I think what it really touches on is when I just said new identity. I think like you're in a season where there's a lot of shift happening, where it's like you're imagining life maybe one day past some of the business stuff you're doing. I'm imagining life differently. You know, we're doing some entertainment projects, not just the mainstream ministry stuff we've done. And so it's just it, it's new to step out on things that you weren't ready for, didn't think were going to come, or were just kind of like passions in the back of your head or your mind, and all of a sudden you're like, huh, what does that look like? It's interesting in my life, I was comfortable moving forward and what God I thought had called me. And then he called me into a whole different direction that I didn't even know existed, literally. <laughs> if you would have said, hey, Bob, you know, uh, you're going to write a book. I would have said, hey, Sean, you're on crack. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and But God did that in 2017. And so I did not know that that was part of my life or God's calling in my life. Did people know, like people, like your kids or your wife or people like, would they have seen you doing like hosting a podcast and writing book, Christian books and to the marketplace leaders? Did, would, would that be something that would, they would say, yeah, I could kind of see that happening? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. I never even wrote a long email. <laughs> <laughs> and You're the other like, thing is, is I'm a behind the scenes guy. I like, yeah. I like propping people up and supporting people and helping people with strategy and that kind of thing. So no, this is all new. When my family sees me on stage, they just shake their head and like, what is uh, this? Because yeah. your kids have come to some of our stuff. Right. We've done it together. It's so good to see. I love every time I see them. Right. It's fun to watch them watch you because I feel like they know it's not in your normal grain, but it's in your spiritual grain. So something's manifesting. It's not the normal you. It has to be God. In our it hands. has to be God. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> way to say it. Well, and for us, it's funny because I, I wrote an email to one of my spiritual people who I consider like a spiritual mom in Hollywood. And I, I was telling her some of the projects we want to work on, which aren't that, of course I'm in TBN. I still have a TBN show and we're doing another series on TBN, but it's a show that's a, a mainstream show and it's totally different than what we've done before. And I was writing her and telling her, like, I feel like I've inspired entertainment industry people. I've coached them. I've loved them. I've pastored them, but I feel like I have to become one in a real way, in a more significant way. Like, I feel like mm. I've done a few little projects. I've, I've consulted on scripts, that kind of stuff, but it hasn't been like a blood lifeline for me or mm -hmm. like something that I've given a lot of time and energy to. And so I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. And she's like, I'm crying right now while I'm reading your email because it's time for people to actually get their hands dirty and do stuff in this industry. And she's like, I've seen people come and go for, you know, 30 years who come here on a mission and they do a really great mission yeah. ministry, but they don't actually do it. They don't do what they're, you know, like they don't do what they're ministering to. And so I feel like there's a lot of Christians like that in different industries. It's like, there's a lot of inspirers, pastors who are great coaches for a while. And God's like, actually, I want you to start a restaurant. Like, and I've heard that several times now, like, pastor starting a restaurant or pastor starting like a, a B and B type like Airbnb or like doing different things. And the map is changing of what Christians think their roles are. Yeah. I think people are understanding a new 
term about work ethic or perseverance. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, everything's changed. Not even pre-COVID, I was starting to see the same things where pastors were saying, well, I can pastor the church and I can build this business. Yeah. Um, and for you, for me, allowing God into the areas that we didn't even really know existed and him bringing passion for us is, it's a super interesting thing. It is. And it, it does take a different level of work. I think when you do both or when you do, when you allow yourself to dream that way or think that way, but there's something about being immersed in the culture that for a minister that you're ministering to mm-hmm. actually by doing, getting your hands dirty, like, like our friend Karen was saying, but there's also something for like you who, I mean, you guys are painting one of the biggest contracts you've ever had currently, like you were there this morning and to do that and then like come here and do a podcast the same day. Right. So working on the biggest job we've ever had, that should be hard, right? No, that's in my wheelhouse. Yeah. But then I come here and do this and I'm exhausted because this is out of my wheelhouse and all we're doing is talking. (laughs) I love it. What it speaks of, it's like, you know, you have to build that perseverance, that endurance for the areas that God's calling you to. I, I know there's many things God's asked me to do that I'm like, I'm not gifted in this. I can't do this. And he's like, but I am. And I live in you. Right. You're not limited to your personality, your gifts, your talents, your skills. You're limited to me. And that's, that's one of my biggest frustrations with working with God is that, and it's a good one though to have, because I, I get to watch him form himself in me. But a lot of people who are, you might be listening and you go, but I can't be the one God's picking for this. There has to be somebody else. And it's like, nope, it's you. Mm-hmm. And you don't feel qualified, but it's like, that's your qualification. Yeah. One of the things that I like to say is, Everybody in the room who feels underqualified or unqualified, raise your hand. It's like everybody. And everybody does. Yeah. And there's like five people who are like, no, yes, I'm made I'm for this. And everybody qualified. else is like, but after me. that, if you're if you feel unqualified or underqualified, that's where God wants you. Yeah. That's where he can use you because you have to you have to rely on him. I love that. Well, today we have Alvin Chun who is definitely <laughs> relying on God big time. <laughs> a father of six, a great husband, wow. and has a thriving church in that uh, Washington, D.C. area, as well as an IT company and two other businesses that he's running at the same time. So to do that, it either takes a special person, a Christian, or a crazy person, and we're going to find out which one it is right after this. Welcome to the Exploring Series podcast with me, Sean Bowles. We're now up to three episodes a week with three different themes. Join me every Monday for Exploring the Industry, where we have powerful conversations with Christians and entertainment industries around the world who have stories about how their faith is impacting their career and the world around them. Join us Wednesdays in one of the most listened to podcasts in Christianity, Exploring the Prophetic, where I get to interview people from every walk of life about how hearing from God has changed their world and the world around them. Then come download every Friday's edition where we're exploring the marketplace with my co-host, Bob Hassan, where we have powerful interviews and we answer questions from listeners like you who have careers in the marketplace. Come take a seat in our conversation and ask your questions and subscribe to the Exploring Series where we go on one journey together to see what it looks like to have a living relationship with Jesus in every kind of life imaginable. Bob, I get to introduce you to one of my favorite friends. Uh, I know you guys haven't met in person yet, Alvin Chun. And Alvin, welcome to the show. I can't believe I'm on here. I, I, I thought this um, this podcast was fake. I didn't think it was ever actually real. I thought you just put it on your social media, you know, to you know make yourself look good, but it's actually real. It's so, actually real. Um, like you could listen to over 150 episodes of Exploring the Prophetic and Exploring the Industry of like 20 on there. And right. now Exploring the Marketplace. Yeah, and you have me, Alvin, Bob, who... Uh, like, how did I get here? I don't know. 
but <laughs> it must be real. Right. It's a, well, you definitely make it real. You know, it's it all just my reluctant Sean. friends, Bob, my reluctant friend, <laughs> you, my reluctant friend, I'm interviewing you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's great. But here, here's what I love is, is we were just kind of pre-talking. We do pre-show talks sometimes. And we started to talk about like your kind of history because you were, you were aimed at ministry. That's how you're going to spend your life. I knew you back then. And then you started like companies and working in kind of the marketplace workforce. And so like, let's go there right away. Let's just get right on it. Cause even how you were led into it was just kind of happenstance divinely. So let's talk about Well, that. yeah. And I think that's, uh, that's great for you guys since it was really the prophetic that, uh, brought me into it. I was in ministry, you know, I'm, I'm Asian, I'm Korean, uh, you go into ministry and that's what you're supposed to do. I went to seminary, got my, <laughs> got my MDiv and, uh, cause you could have you been a doctor or a lawyer too. You I, I, I wasn't smart enough oh, or okay. I was too lazy, uh, you know, <laughs> one or the other. Um, I'm from Jersey, so we're trying to take it easy on everything. Oh my and God. so, uh, <laughs> you know, I was in ministry and you, 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 once you are supposed to be in ministry, you're supposed to be poor and, uh, drive a, you know, really run down Buick and wear like white socks with <laughs> shorts amazing. and, and get like people from the church to paint your house and give you their <laughs> leftover furni furniture. Oh like that, that's this just sounds like hell. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, a life of poverty because you're serving. And so, uh, that was kind of what, what, what I was geared for. And, uh, which is probably why my parents who came to America for the American dream did not want me to be in ministry. Um, cause they just thought it would be a wow. very bad, uh, poor lifestyle. And so, you know, I did all that. I was working in ministry and, um, and then I got introduced to the prophetic and, um, it, so many prophetic words start to come out about being, uh, doing business and ministry. And this is, uh, 2000. So this is 20 years ago. Yeah. And so, um, that was such a crazy thing that happened because when I started getting these prophetic words, uh, it really resonated within me. Uh, something in my heart, in my spirit. Um, I think it was always, and it wasn't just because I like money, you know, or the <laughs> things that money could buy. I, I think it, there was something about it um, because I don't come from uh, a ministry family. Uh, my dad was a businessman and uh, we don't have anyone in ministry in the family. So I think it just, it resonated with me. And uh, after that, I, I just explored really based on maybe about 15 prophetic words That's a lot. Um, mm -hmm. from, you know, from you name it back then, the, the who's who of the prophetic in the late nineties and in the early two thousands from, you know, even Mike Bickle and Cindy Jacobs and uh, people, people that write books and speak at places would just call me out and, um, and give me this word about business. And did you like that word or I know it res resonated with you, but did you, did you feel like in those days it was like a demotion or did you feel like, no, this is a God thing? No, no. I, I mean, I, I liked it. I, I think it gave me life. Uh, there was something in it that was exciting about it. Um, and uh, at that time, I, I had been serving at a big Korean church. And then 2001, we, we planted our own church. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I thought, OK, this is something new. Let me uh, let me explore it. So I, I tried all kinds of things. So from 2000 to 2005, I, um, I tried everything. I tried it. I tried importing clothes from men's suits from Italy. 
uh, women's clothes from Spain. I knew a buyer at Macy's, uh, but I could never get past freight forwarding. Uh, I tried okay. opening up a, um, a vitamin shop. Um, I, I opened, I, I was two, two degrees, uh, or, you know, really close to opening up a uh, math and reading center for kids. Like oh, wow. I just tried everything and every opportunity that was given me, uh, in business. Um, and maybe this might not sound good, but, uh, I don't know. Usually what my attempts at business in the beginning, uh, I was only trying to do it with Christians and, or, or ministry guys who tried to do business, but, you know, weren't called for that and called to that. And I'm not saying that that wasn't the reason why it wasn't successful, but, you know, we have to stay in our lane. I think after, you know, 20 years um, of being in ministry and now 15, 17 years uh, in business, I, I realized you got to stay in the lane that God has called you to. And so uh, after trying multiple businesses for about four years, uh, making no money, I didn't lose a ton of money, but um, I, I just wasn't very successful. Um, I finally was able to start a small IT company. Uh, I'm in the DC area. So, you know, they call us the Beltway Bandits. Uh, we are government, <laughs> you know, we're government contractors. Uh, basically, we do the work that uh, government employees can't do or they need help doing. And so, um, you know, the good thing about the government is they pay on time. Uh, they're basically recession proof. Uh, the only thing that can hurt me and Sean, you know, because you've been with me for as friends for so long, you know, the only things that hurt me are government shutdowns, uh, because then nobody gets paid. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, that, that was Oh five. And it, it happened after a long, long line of just trying different things but it was really based on all of these prophetic words. And, and in that be, in those beginning days, it's all I had. It's all I had to cling to because everything else didn't make sense. Alvin, I love that the, the prophetic words help propel you. What do you think if you tried five things and then finally the IT business stuck? Two questions. Number one, what do you think the, the perseverance that you took through it uh, to finally get to where you are now why do you think the IT business stuck? And the other ones, was it a process of learning business? I have great questions. Uh, I think that, um, uh, I mean, business, uh, like anything, it's about life, right? And, and there are life lessons in everything that you do. Um, and you have to learn about, and I mentioned this, and I was, again, I wasn't trying to bash Christian businessmen or, or, ministry guys trying to do business. I think that, you know, as you get older, I mean, I was so much younger at that time and uh, you understand that it's all about uh, relationships and who, you know, and, uh, and I, I say that because it kind of leads into the answer to the next question is, you know, um, there are a thousand it companies out there at, that, that are in the DC area that we're competing against and not, you know, they're probably better than, what we were doing or what we could do back in 05. Um, the, I think the reason why it took is because uh, we had, I had, actually that's the only thing I brought to the table because uh, I don't know anything about programming. I can't, I can't even, pro, you know, <laughs> program my iPhone. It took me 10 minutes to get on this podcast. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm Asian. I look I like an IT guy. I was like, you own a tech company. Why aren't you on? 
Yeah, I mean, I try not to, I try not to tell anyone I own a tech company because they think I know how to oh, all these techie things. But uh, it just proves that that God was in it, and uh, and the only thing I brought to the table was was really was leadership and the relational connections that got us the contracts. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, the, I mean, it, Bob, it could have been any business. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it stuck because I uh, God just opened up the doors with the right people. Um, you know, and, uh, we got on their little whiteboard and, you know, became a small business, uh, contractor, you know, on, on some of these big, uh, Homeland security contracts. And, uh, we, we just got two, three slots, you know, of a hundred. Um, and so it was favor. It was, um, it was relate. It's not about what you know, right. It's about who, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's always about that. And so I think that that, that clearly demonstrated for me, um, you know, and, and the five years it was, I had to hold on to every single word that uh, was prophesied over me. And, and they used to say, like, if you get a lot of words about one thing, it means you're going to need it uh, because it's going to be, <laughs> so it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be so hard. You're going to have to pull on those all the time. And, and I think that's, it is true. It's, 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 it's super accurate. And so um, I, I think it's stuck because it, it's really the opportunity that God gave us and, I had great partners to work with. I mean, how do you how do you start a company when you don't know any IT? Well, you got to find guys to do the work. Uh, I can get the work. I can put up all the cash to get us started. Uh, you know, I can float all the payroll, but you you got to be able to do the work. And so it worked nicely. And I think that was the other part too that yeah you, know, you know I've learned try not to be too greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that. You know, partnership is tough. And, and I know tons of people who are in partnerships that end badly. And, and personally, like, it, you know, it's not been easy. But sometimes, too, like, you can't do things on your own. Uh, you need other people uh, that you have to try to, you know, you trust. And they have to trust you. Um, and it's, it's tough. Uh, even if they're Christians, it's still tough. Because uh, money changes people. Uh, yeah. And it changes people over time. So... Uh, so that's kind of my answer to your question. No, it's a big answer. I think in in watching your life, coming in your life, you know, around the time when um, your your new part of your church started, when you guys inherited the campus and and uh, building in in uh, Maryland, and how you were going after business in a major way, like watching those two things at the same time, um, it was really cool to see you go after it with so much faith and just a confidence, not just from the prophetic words, but just in your identity and who God made you to be. But in the midst of that other business opportunities started coming your way as well. And one of those that was more recent um, but that I thought was interesting and can be an interesting story to tell is the oat balls. <laughs> like, it was, and, and the reason why I like this is because a lot of our great opportunities are going to come because we're, we're part of community. We know people, we connect to people. And that's been part of your story is that a lot of the things that happen here are because you know people, you know how to jump off and take risks with them. So like, let's talk about this for a minute. Yeah, that's uh, it's been it's been great. It's been uh, about a year, uh, maybe a year and a half. Define what it uh, is, so people know what it is. Yeah, it's called Go Oats, G O O A T S. It's uh, they're frozen uh, oatmeal balls, bite size, like flash frozen. Uh, yeah, uh, like they, yeah, they're flash fried and they're frozen, and you get them at the uh, frozen food section. Uh, right now, we're in Whole Foods. Uh, we're in 60 Whole Foods on the East Coast, uh, and we are, uh, you know, that's how they do it. We start with 13, uh, now we're in 60, and then you apply for all 600. So wow. hopefully by July next year, we're, 
we'll be there. We're in about a uh, hundred stores, just different, um, d- different places uh, all over the country, uh, trying to get our break. Uh, we're we're about to um, get a really big break. I, I can't tell you uh, because I signed an NDA, but um, <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it it should be really really good. Uh, and that really was someone at our church. Um, one of the guys, he actually was head of the, uh, was in our sound department and he did all the slides on the computer for the worship, mm. you know? Oh. Um, and, uh, he's a chef, uh, Haitian guy from Philly. And he was, uh, been a chef at like a catering of uh, the catering lead catering at like a Hyatt hotel, um, in our area. And so anyway, he, he was doing it on his own, created the whole thing. Um, and he was hustling, um, and got, you know, did the 13 Whole Foods on his own. Uh, well, he approached me and he wanted me to mentor him. Uh, and then said, look, I, 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 I'm getting into 60 Whole Foods. I need some investment cash. You start and to I, in the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> look, look, uh, I love you. Uh, but, um, there's no way, uh, hmm. a, I don't go into business with uh, Christians if I don't have to. You know, uh, and you're at my, ch- <laughs> you know, and again, this is kind of what I was prefacing before, you know, like I, I've had a bad experience, right? you know? Um, and so I said, look, I, I don't need to do it. And, um, I don't, I don't do business with Christians and you're, you're a member of my church. Like if it doesn't go bad, I mean, you're going to leave, like it, it could be yeah. really bad. And I said, I, I just can't do it. And, um, you know, and I, it was a small investment. I mean, you know, relatively small. And I, I was like, even the cash, like I'm buying a house, like I, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of strapped. Um, and so, you know, he's, he really didn't, he didn't take no for an answer. He just hounded me and, you know, he would dress up to come and meet me for lunch. And um, I was like, you know, and then something, you know, after I just said, it just went against everything I, I, you know, thought about in business, but something just, um, and I prayed about it, obviously, and talked with my wife. And we just felt like the Lord said, you got, you sh- I should do this. And so, you know, any business is risky and especially anything with food. Like that, that was the other thing I said, look, I don't go into food. Like I, you know, I, I just don't, it's too risky for me go, uh, up and down. And, um, and so it was really against a lot of stuff business wise, uh, that I, I didn't want to do, but, but. Uh, prophetically, uh, you know, I was just, we felt like it was the Lord. And I so you God. it was really strange and it was so opposite. And I guess that's well, why and you business, guys are super foodies yeah. though. That's what's interesting is that like God brought you something that even though it's not in your business wheelhouse, it's something you actually care about and are passionate about, even if it's not oat balls himself, it's like you, you, you care about real food and good food and quality food. So I thought it was funny when you first told us, I was like, I think I was at your <laughs> church. You're like, I just invested into this company. Yeah, showed me a picture of you guys in Whole Foods. Right, and I was laughing on the black and Asian guy in Whole Foods right. like, with O balls. Like, right, <laughs> right. That? I know it's a, it's a, it's really funny because I'll get texts randomly locally, uh, you know, because it's in local Whole Foods. Our picture in the frozen food section. That's so uh, funny. You Alvin, know, just people I know. Alvin, I have one question. I I talk a lot about the sacred versus the secular, and I think you're a perfect person to answer this question. When we were all growing up in church, if you weren't in ministry, then uh, you were sort of viewed as less than like, give us your money, you know, be quiet and let the, let the, let the pastors and the professional ministry people do the work. And, you know, as, 
you know, overall 42 years in uh, living my life and running a business, I've come to really recognize that there isn't any uh, demarcation in, you know, between the professional ministry and business. How do you, what has happened with you as you got out of the ministry, even I know you're still active in your church, but that you're now a business guy. What does it look like for you? How do you feel about it? Uh, you know, it's a, it's a great question. I, um, I think for years, and again, Sean was with me in some of the process. You know, I thought, well, I, w- when I had a small church and a small business and we weren't growing in the church or making any money, uh, <laughs> I thought, man, I, I, you know, I suck at both. And, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, when I would introduce myself, depending on what I would say first, I would say, yeah, I'm a pastor, but I have a business. They think I could preach, but I suck at making money. Uh, mm-hmm. or if I say I'm a business guy and then I pastor on the weekends, uh, the opposite, they think I can make money, but I'm not good at preaching. And so uh, there was that like di- yeah. dichotomy that I was trying to live with of doing both. And it, and like you said, right, it's, it was, there was such a line of, of demarcation in the past. And so now, you know, I think it's this, this whole thing of me understanding, uh, for me personally and trying to help guys who want to do both as little and little people are trying to, um, you know, about staying in your lane. Like, what am I, what am I good at in both of those areas in ministry, right? I can't do everything in ministry. And, and there's certain things that I'm, I'm not good at, you know, or I don't enjoy or that suck the life out of me. Um, and there are things that in business that, you know, I, I don't, I'm not great at everything. There are just certain things that are in my wheelhouse, in my lane that I know that I'm good at. And if I can get an opportunity uh, in business to, to operate in that way, that's been the key to success for me. Uh, and the same thing in ministry, if, I, if I'm in my wheelhouse and doing what I'm called to do, um, then I, I find not just success, but a lot of satisfaction, a lot of, I feel like a lot of, um, I don't know, something from the Lord that, that brings confidence in doing that. So good. Well, and I, I'll say this is just um, part of the narrative is that Alvin has six kids, a healthy marriage, a great relationship to each of those kids, mm-hmm. and you know several businesses and the church. And so for for to watch you, it's like your spirituality drips and and not just leaks but floods over from what you do at home and how you run your business and how you run the church. And negotiating constantly those relationships has been so inspirational for Sri and I to watch. And you've just been so, such a hero to us. We love you so much. So I'm so glad you're on today. Thanks for sharing your time with us. And if anybody wants to um, hear from Alvin, he preaches regularly at his church, New Song, which is, what's the website, Alvin? It's uh, Our New Song, O-U-R, um, ournewsong.org. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on today, Alvin. Thanks so much, Alvin. Hey, guys, I appreciate it. What a privilege for me. When we come back, we're going to be answering your questions about the marketplace. Everything we're doing with our podcast is made possible by our incredible partners, and financial contributors to our ministry. They are helping us to bring the equipment, to upgrade everything we're doing, to have the time and space to do this. It's a free offering we give to you. Maybe you're listening in your shower. Maybe you're listening in your car, your workout. Well, I want to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to have these incredible guests tell their prophetic process of how God's spoken to them so you can get a vision of how God speaks to you and also so that other people all around the world can have this resource at their fingertips from their smart device, their computer, 
their YouTube, whatever they have, that they will have this, this incredible resource. So go on the partnership journey with us. As a partner, you're gonna receive an email and communication every month from us. We resource you with a partnership page that has literally dozens and dozens of messages that only of our partners have. We also have partnership co contribution back to you where we actually give resources. You guys get stuff first. Usually at Christmas time, we have a new book come out. You guys get it before everybody else and you get it signed. I love our partnership program. I love being on the journey with our partners because they are some of our, they're a team, they're our family. They're the ones who are contributing to make this happen. Come be a partner today. Go to bowlsministries.com under giving and membership and you will become a partner. Bob, I'm so excited about this segment because you and I have answered so many people's questions yeah. at our live events and now we get to do it on podcast. Yes. So we're going to be answering your questions. So please feel free. We're doing it in a different format because we're we're recording this at all different times. So we're giving you guys the opportunity to go to our webpage, www.bowlsministries.com, and you can record a question to us. And so you're going to hear some of these questions that are recorded being played today. This is the first time that Bob and I are hearing them. And we get to answer them together. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. We get practical, spiritual, everything. Everything. All in one, all in one wrap up. Hello, uh, my name is Mac. I'm uh, speaking from uh, Cairo, Egypt, and uh, I'm a commercial pilot, but I also have a company and another company. My question today is, is it okay to do partnership in business with uh, non-deliver partners? And if not, what is the right way that would let us uh, work in partnerships and joint ventures with uh, non-believers. Because if I say no to that, and many leaders say no to that, uh, they don't put another solution, uh, which sometimes uh, hinders uh, opportunities in the business world. Um, so this is my question. Mac from Egypt. Well, this is obviously a complicated question that different people are going to have different thoughts on. And it depends what industry you're in too, because industries are so diverse. Like I work in the entertainment industry and sometimes you don't have an op opportunity to not have a partner who's completely a different religion or different background than you are. Uh, but as long as you could work on the project in whatever the product is in a way that has mutual interest, that they're not violating your spirituality, they're not violating your Christian mandate to honor Christ and of course, they don't know that mandate. So you have to get to know them and find out, like, do they believe that? Like, if you're in pharmaceutical sales, there could be something where they're working with fetal embryos, which we don't agree with because we are against working with unborn babies that were born in lab babies' fetuses. And I've had a friend who had to go through that with a, a business partner where he realized, I can't be partners with you because we have different ethics. So if you have the same ethics or moral fortitude, or if the job doesn't even require that discussion, there's a great way you can partner, but if you if you actually walk through all those kind of ethical questions, moral questions, and and you start to find discrepancies in how they would operate, you want to keep your controlling share. You just want to keep your you want to wait for God to bring another partner. But I mean, in the Bible, we see you know Israel was partnered with several countries for different reasons. You know, even when you look at Esther, Daniel, and Joseph, where they had to work in countries in servitude. At some sometimes, I mean, Esther was basically an indentured servant in a harem. And she was able to, in that position, still find great favor and save the people of Israel because of it. So the the way that you work could be very, um, you know, there, there's a cut and dry sometimes for Christians where it's like we get to own our own company and do whatever we want with it. Then other times you're in an industry that requires a level of partnership with the government, 
requires a level of partnership to other interest parties, but is there corruption and is there people who will compromise your values by working for you, like taking bribes or working within that corrupt system and actually in, endorsing it or enforcing it? That's when you have to ask those questions in advance as much as you can to be able to get a scope for who you're partnering to to make sure if they're not a Christian that they still would align to your values so that you can find yourself in a really dysfunctional relationship or keep the controlling share. So you could have the creative share of the whole thing. What do you think, Bob? And that's, that's a great answer. I think that we've seen partnerships break up, whether they're Christians or whether they're believers and non-believers. I, we've seen uh, people go to litigation no matter what. Uh, and it sounds like you are a closely held uh, business. And so it sounds like you have the ability to find partners or joint venture partners that would uh, be that would you would work well with. And I, I agree with Sean, keep the controlling interest, make sure that you have looked at their values, and they align with uh, what you believe in your project. And uh, at the end of the day, we want the best in the business that we're working with, whether they're partners, employees, joint venture partners, or uh, companies that are vendors. And I would say that uh, a lot of times you can't, especially you being in Egypt, you can't find those kinds of people who have Christian occupations or Christians who are in those occupations. So you're going to have to make some big uh, faith jumps at times and trust God. And that's a really hard one is to learn to use your discernment, your instinct, your intuition and go for it. But God is in you. Yep. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 for this one, Mac. Thanks so much for the question. And you guys keep asking these questions because, Bob, what are we going to do? We're going to keep answering them. We are. So every podcast, we're answering these questions. All you have to do is go to bullsministries.com and look for the graphic where you click on it and you'll record your question just like they did to us. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Exploring the Marketplace podcast, part of the Exploring Podcast series. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey, and we have amazing resources at our website, www.bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.